0: This is Tracy Watson, and welcome to the Laughing Mother Project, where we laugh at the days to come. Welcome back to the Laughing Mother Project. This is the podcast where we laugh at the days to come and where we have heart-to-heart conversations about the challenges and rewards and the incredible journey of being a mom. Today is episode two and I'm very excited to be interviewing a working mama, Jodie Boshoff. She's got Emily and Luke and she's going to tell us how she gets the balance right between having a professional career and um, running a home and building beautiful world changes. Welcome Jody. I'd like to start off asking you about your mother journey, about um, what your pregnancies were like and just uh, how it all started for you. I've had uh, two kids and the first i had when i was 28
1: and it was always a dream of mine to have all my kids by the time i was 30 and i did fall pregnant with Luki, who's my second and my youngest by the time well, i had i had turned 30 so i felt um i felt that was a dream that that was realized by having my two and i had absolutely horrific pregnancies um you know I think Princess Kate and William made hyperemesis; they call it, hyperemesis gravidarum, where you just throw up. I think those two made it famous. And um, I, I had that. So with both pregnancies, I was on medicine every two to three hours. And I would throw up about nine to ten times. And I remember everyone saying at three months, oh, don't worry, it only lasts for three months. And it didn't. And I would I would just, oh, I was so sick. And I remember it being around about six months and everyone would say, oh, some people's sickness lasts until six months. Don't worry, it's going to get better. And it never did. The morning that I gave birth to Emily, I remember just going outside, throwing up and saying, okay, now we're ready to leave. I literally threw up from the beginning to the end with both of them. So um, not great pregnancies at all, but... It did have an upside, and that is that when they popped out, I was I was instantly I felt better. It was as if someone turned a switch, and I wasn't nauseous anymore, and I felt great. And whereas most people are so tired and um, find a baby a shock, I found a newborn baby relatively easy, just because I didn't feel sick anymore. And I remember asking for an English breakfast when both of them were born. I asked immediately for an English breakfast and both times they said to me but you're gonna be sick and I said no I have been sick for nine months bring me that English breakfast and they did and I just oh it was so good just to eat without feeling nauseous so very interesting
0: pregnancies both of them oh my words Jodes well done for doing it a second time after such a difficult first pregnancy. Flip girl. Now, um, some people obviously have dream pregnancies and other mums don't. But it makes me think of the fact that as mothers, sometimes we do just have to go through some challenges for the joy set before us. Um, uh, What was your second pregnancy like, Jodes? Was it the same as the first? Can you tell us a little bit about how um, things happened with Luke?
1: Our second little one, Lukey, was really a miracle. Um, We lost a child in between the two at just before 12 weeks. And to cut a long story short, they gave me some really strong medicine, which they prescribed. And I was supposed to take that after having weeks and weeks of problems and... I went to the pharmacy and the pharmacist just looked at me quite strangely and she said to me, you know what, you should take a pregnancy test before you take this medicine. And I said to her, I'm definitely not pregnant. I'm taking this medicine to sort everything out. And um, I just, you know, randomly took her advice and, and bought a pregnancy test. And I took it home and I took the pregnancy test and just left it lying there thinking this is just a waste of time and um, I'll take the medicine. And then I remember getting distracted and I think I was making dinner that evening and putting Emily to bed. And then I came back just to throw the pregnancy test away. And there was the this very, very faint line. And it was by my lamp. That's the only reason why I saw the faint line. You really had to look at it in the light to see that there was anything there. And so I thought, yeah, um, that is that is quite something. And Another test that I took a couple of days later was also positive. And when I went to the doctor, he said to me, um, "The test shouldn't have gone positive because you're so, you're so newly and early pregnant that in, your, in an early, early pregnant state of pregnancy that um, it just it shouldn't have gone positive." And he said to me, "This baby is a little miracle, because if you'd taken that medicine, you, it would have, you know, gotten rid of him." So it was it was quite a miracle that um he stuck around and the doctor was adamant that he was a miracle and that everything was going to be fine and it definitely was and I remember I was in I was still in disbelief that I was pregnant and around about six months the doctor grabbed my arm and he said to me you can really relax now this baby's fine he's coming um so yeah it was it was quite a miracle to have our second
0: little one our Luki. Jode's Luke is still so full of life. I just remember him when we were in um, Costa Bay and he just zooted off on his little um, skateboard and scooter and um, he was totally fearless, not scared of every, anything. He's still so brave and he's got such personality. So it's no surprise that he his, even his conception was um, like just defying all odds. Um, But now I wanted to ask you about how you developed in your faith um, in the Lord during your pregnancies. As I said, I had yucky
1: pregnancies. So in terms of developing faith during pregnancy and having a wondrous experience and experiencing new life, I really did not have that same experience. I just felt absolutely rotten and the only way I could get through the day Was to go to work because that's what kept me focused. And I remember I would drive to work and I had a specific song that I would play that one of my cousins gave me on a CD. I can't remember the exact words, but it really was something like, um, you know, push through, hang on, you can do this, God can get you through. And oh, there was this one specific bump. I still remember that bump on the way to work that I'd go over and I used to drive with plastic bags in my car because I often threw up and I remember that bump and I remember that CD playing I think that's all I remember from the pregnancies but um yeah I did get through it and working throughout my pregnancy and refusing to take a day off and sometimes I'd work from the bathroom literally but refusing to be um you know just to be to be paralyzed by that thing. That kept me going and it gave me
0: a purpose to push through. The next question, Jodes, is about being a mum. Um we of obviously before we fall pregnant, we are living a life that is um often ambitious and um we've got our, our um, idea of what we want to do in a day and then we fall pregnant and we have a, a little one and that child changes life for us. It often radically changes life for us. Um, Emily was the one who made you a mother. Can you tell us about how she changed your life?
1: My little M's definitely changed my life. Um, I think only when you have a little one do you realise how big your heart is and how much love it can hold. And especially with a little girl, I think your your concept of what is beautiful and, and what you would like your daughter to perceive as beauty changes. And you try or you try your best to really build into them a sense of self and a sense of confidence and a sense of their own beauty and it certainly changed the way i described other people and the way i you know see and view other people um and i've always tried to and still try to instill a sense of you know everyone having that special quality that beauty that spark that makes just makes them unique and makes them beautiful and If I can raise a little one just with an understanding of her own beauty and her own power and her own uniqueness, then I would have done something right. So I've really tried with Ms to, yeah, to instill that. And one of the things that I really try and role model as well is the fact that she can be anything she puts her mind to. I think so often we tell our kids that, but there's never... There's, there's never anything as powerful as living something out. And I think that as I can only speak as a working mom because that's all I've ever been and known. But as a working mom, I think one of the things that we can be very proud of is that we're not just telling our kids they can be anything. We're showing them. And that's powerful. And so I my hope and my dream for her is that she would understand that she can do anything, that really there is no limit if she's prepared to work hard for it. And I'm super proud of her. Um, this last lockdown, she came to me and she said she wanted to start a little business. And of course, I was so delighted. And I asked her about her ideas. And between us, we came up with an idea and... It was just a simple little craft that she could do. But it was so wonderful watching, watching her do this, watching her being determined. And I asked her the other day what she learned from this. And she said to me, Mommy, I learned that it's hard work, but it's worth it. And that was just awesome that I could, um, I could see all those seeds that I've been planting grow. And it was a proud
0: moment. I love that, Jodes. You are so intentional. I'm the proud owner of an Emily um, handbag. It's a beautiful creation and I'm very proud of the fact that I own something that has been um, handcrafted by such an entrepreneurial young lady like Ems. Jodes, can you give us some tips of how you balance being a working mum and... um, yeah because you've moved uh, from South Africa to New Zealand you've been through the process of buying and building a home and in all of this you've just been so successful I mean we won't go into your career but you you definitely are a a career orientated person who's highly motivated and ambitious and you've been able to strike a balance. And just share some practical tips for the mums out there, um, if you don't mind. My tip for working moms
1: is definitely always be thinking five days ahead. So I remember I had this friend whose mom so she was one of five kids, so obviously her mom had had five kids to raise, and I remember going to their house and I remember so clearly they had this huge calendar on the wall and on the calendar it said what they were having for breakfast and what the meal was for the evening and who was going where and I remember looking at that and thinking that is just amazing and so um, that's one of the things that I do in my house is that I plan and I always feel like if you have a plan and if you know what's happening a couple of days in advance that when you do when you are rushed and, you know, when the pace picks up, you still have that certainty that everything's sorted. So a lot of my life, um, my friends laugh at me, but then they, then they look at me seriously and they go, hey, that's actually a good idea. But a lot of my life is run in Google Keep. So I've got these uh, running lists that I share with the relevant people, whether it's my husband for the grocery list or whether it's our menu plan that we need to share or whether it's Know payments that need to be made. I've got a list for everything, I've got my menu on the fridge, and I've literally got a plan. And as a working mom, I think that has helped me a lot Um, is that you know, that having a plan. There was a time when I used to work in town, and that was an hour and a half trip in and an hour and a half trip back, which I took with the kids, or maybe closer to two hours, so four hours of traveling a day. So there was no way that I could get home and cook a huge meal. After doing that epic trip, and so I would on a Sunday when the kids were really small, and I was doing that, I would literally cook five meals on a Sunday and freeze them. And I would do that in the space of an hour, just have all my pots going and you know, do really simple meals. And again, it's that thing of planning. I knew that when I got home, meal was sorted, so I wasn't worried. I would kick off my heels and I would just. Be mom. So I think any way in which you can simplify things, plan ahead. I often do five lunches at a time on a Sunday, so that we have grab and go lunches. Um, even with the kids, I hate making sandwiches. I detest it. So what I do is I often make ten sandwiches, so that during the week I'm just grabbing a sandwich and or or sometimes you know asking them to grab a sandwich, grab a fruit, uh, grab a treat, and whatever it is. So yeah, simplifying life has really, really helped me and being super
0: organized so that I am always with a plan. Those are such inspiring practical tips. I think I need to implement them. Um, Jodes, can you tell us how in the midst of all of this, I know that you're great at planning and diarising, but how are you able to create meaningful relationships with your children in the midst of all of this busyness of life?
1: I think relationships take one thing and that's time and I think that's the currency of relationships really it is putting in the time and I've seen that work with my own kids and especially being a working mom you don't always have time for everything that you'd like to fit in but I really, really try and spend a special moments or connecting with my kids during a special time at least once a day. So that might be um, reading a book together. It might be building some Lego in the, you know, in the in-between, the spaces in between things. But I just have a principle of connect at least once in a special way every day. And that helps. And so I've found that... That building relationships in that way is powerful during the week, but then of course on the weekend, my kids know that weekends are for family time, and we really, really prioritize um going on family adventures and just planning awesome stuff together as a family. I try and follow the principle of one thing a weekend where we will invite people around to our house, but not do it on a Friday and Saturday and Sunday, or we will go out to dinner with friends, but not do that, you know, on a Saturday, and then rush off to church on a Sunday, and then have people around. I have tried, especially post-COVID, uh, where we realize the value of slowing down, I've really tried to uphold that principle, and it's not always easy, because things get busy, and sometimes it means disappointing people, because you might not, um, you know, have all have all the all the slots to invite everyone around all the time but I've learned that the payoff is quite awesome in sanity so I put a high price on sanity and sometimes saying no is the best thing you can do because what when you say no you say yes to other things which are equally important so it's advice that I'm trying to follow and trying hard to really work at.
0: Finally Jode's you're a Christian, you love Jesus and you're using your very natural, practical, administrative and um, visionary skills to put practical things into place in your life. But how, how do you make time for your relationship with God and how does God help you to be the great mother that you are. I'm
1: so glad I don't have to do motherhood on my own. Honestly, um, at the end of the day, you will have those days where you get into bed and you go, man, I messed up. But, you know, knowing there's a fresh start tomorrow, knowing that you can ask God for wisdom, knowing that you can just tap into that massive pool of grace helps. And I think the fact that we're really responsible and we are really custodians of our children, but that they're gifts and that ultimately, um, you know, God's got their hearts as well is, is really comforting. So yeah, I, one of the, one of the things that I like to fall back on is, um, I try my best and God will do the rest and I can only do my best and that's what I do. And not every day is a good day but there's good things in every day so i think we need to we need to hold fast to that as moms and especially not get not get into a cycle of negativity of looking back at what we could have would have should have done um but look forward and be empowered and and excited about the future um i think the only thing that you need for change to happen is to just keep on moving forward and keep on being consistent so yeah, I would encourage anyone who's going through a hard time that you can push reset and, you know, reset could start tomorrow. And so I love
0: thinking like that. I love thinking that there's fresh grace for every morning. Jodes, I just love that you mention grace. I love that you mention the reset button. Because we can have all these amazing intentions and we can have planned life out so purposefully and then obviously children are little human beings with personalities and you cannot control um, who they are or how life pans out. And I just remember when I had my children and they were young and I was trying to, I just even found it a challenge to find time, to make time to read my Bible and just spend time with the Lord. And he gave me that scripture that in him we live and move and have our being. And I just feel that just leaping off from what you've said. Thanks, Jodes, for sharing. We really appreciate your time and just for sharing some of those practical tips. We think that you are doing such an amazing job and well done for that. I just think that to end off, I'd like to pray over everybody who's listening and I'm going to just um, pray in line with what you mentioned at the end about the grace of God. So Father God, we just thank you that God, you are so full of grace. We thank you that we are your children and that in our parenting, that God, we can tap into your grace. I just love what Jode said there about the reset button. We just thank you, God, that you are with us and that your grace covers our story. So Father God, for every person out there, for myself, for Jody, for all of us, Father God, would you just please fill us with a divine enabling grace. Lord, would you give us um, wisdom to just trust you and to hold on to your, um, your words over our lives and over our children's lives. And Father God, would you help us to be full of grace in how we mother our children, that we would also give them the grace to 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 push the reset button, to have the fresh clean page and the fresh start every morning. Thank you for your word that says that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you, Father God, for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen.